Hello, and welcome to the Wild Mountain Witch Podcast. I am your humble host, Alana Hine, the Witch of the Wild Mountain. Now, before we really get started with the meat of the podcast, I wanted to talk a little bit about who I am, how I got here, and why this podcast exists. I think it's important for listeners to know a bit about my practice, where I come from, and my experience, especially if you intend to stick around for the future of this podcast. I have always been witchy. I was obsessed with witches in media as a small child. I was raised on stuff like Charmed, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, The Craft, Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost essentially informed how I would turn out. My mom recently told me she did this on purpose. I think she wanted me to grow up with an open mind and an open heart. And honestly, I wouldn't be on this path if it were not for her. My personal path started at about seven years old when I found books about witchcraft and Wicca in my parents' home library. My mom had gone through a period of self-discovery before she met my father, and finding remnants of that changed everything. From that moment on, I was a witch. That was it. No question. Something about calling myself a witch, even at that age, felt like coming home. It felt comfortable. It was like... Finally, something I can get behind, something I can believe in. And I think it's much the same for a lot of those coming to the craft later in life. Now, while I did spend quite a bit of time telling people I was a witch when I was younger, and doing a few small spells and protections here and there, not a lot of that time was spent practicing or studying. I'm learning more and more every day, and I think that's how it should be. About a year ago, I set out on the mission of rediscovering my path. In the past kind of four or five months or so, I have absolutely just dove into my practice. I became an active pagan after realizing that a deity had been with me my whole life, which is something I intend to discuss in a future episode. Uh, A lot has happened in this short period of time. At the time of recording this, I have three deities that I work with, the Morrigan, the Irish goddess of battle, sovereignty, and magic, Artemis, Greek goddess of the hunt and of the moon, and Loki, (laughs) the Norse trickster god. Probably one of the biggest changes I've made to my beliefs and my philosophy recently uh, is the fact that I no longer believe in the threefold law. I will go into further details as to why this is in the future, but right now, for those of you who don't know, the threefold law is a sort of karmic concept within Wicca in particular that states anything you put out comes back at you times three. There are several different schools of thought on what exactly can be returned, but generally I've heard that people tend to believe everything, good and bad, gets returned. There are also several different multiplications. Some say it comes back seven, nine, even ten times. It just kind of depends on who you talk to. But the same general principle is the same. This kind of law tends to be really ingrained on the pagan and witchy mind, but this honestly isn't something our ancestors did. It's something that comes from Eastern philosophy, the concept of karma, and Gerald Gardner's research into pre-Christian Celtic religion. I'll talk more about the rule of three and laws of return in a future episode, like I have said before. 
But I wanted to talk about this in particular because going into this podcast, I want you all to know that it's okay if your beliefs change. If I say something on this podcast and you think, oh wow, I never thought of it that way, I really like that. I don't ever want you to feel ashamed or like you have to stick with these same beliefs throughout your entire lifetime. Let's be honest, this just isn't realistic. As inherently spiritual beings, and I believe we are, we evolve and change several times over our lifetime. Don't ever be scared to say that your beliefs have changed. It's totally normal. To best describe my practice, I would probably say I'm an eclectic pagan witch. I'm studying Irish paganism and witchcraft, Norse and Hellenic paganism, ancestor work, and folk magic. I do green magic and I do self-love rituals. I wear protections all the time, give bizarre offerings to my deities. I have a growing crystal collection and a large number of witchcraft and pagan books. I curse at the sun, I make moon water, and I'm learning to throw hexes. All of this is important because these are all of the things that I do in my personal practice, each one enriching it in a different way. How would you label that? I wanted to quickly address labels, types of witches, and just that kind of thing for a moment, uh, though I will go further in depth in a future episode. I don't necessarily identify as an eclectic pagan witch, but that's what best describes my practice. In the witchcraft and spiritual communities in the past maybe 10 years or so, everyone has been obsessed with labels. Beginner witches see cute little art images of sunflower witches and crystal witches and divination witches. I think a lot of this started way back when on Witchblur. Uh, that's when I first saw those kinds of things. The witch type phenomena makes baby witches feel like they have to choose what kind of witch they want to be and stick with it throughout their practice. One of my biggest things is that your practice is your own and it will change and evolve with you over time. Often these witch types are simply creating a witchy or like cute aesthetic around a tool that witches commonly use, such as crystals or divination. And artistically, that's great. They're really cute. I've seen plenty of them, but it creates the idea that you have to pick. In all honesty, these are things the majority of us do or use in our regular practice every day. Sure, do some of us have more of an affinity to working with crystals over plants and vice versa? Do some of us mainly focus on one kind of magic? Yes, but the vast majority are not like this. We have these tools for a reason. To not use them just because you think it'll make you less of a pumpkin spice witch is truly a shame. Use what you have and remember that you absolutely don't need a label for your practice. It's up to you what you call yourself. I also want to go over just a quick couple of definitions uh, in this episode, which I will go deeper into in a later episode. Witch, Wiccan, Pagan. They're the same, right? You can just call yourself any of them, right? One of the most common misconceptions new witches have is that they have to be a Wiccan or have to have a deity in order to be a witch. A lot of people still use Wicca and witchcraft interchangeably, but why is this incorrect? Wicca is a religion that was created by a man named Gerald Gardner in the 1940s and 50s. 
In it, Wiccans typically worship a god and goddess representing balance and masculine and feminine energies. There's typically a lot of big ritual. Uh, Wicca is very ceremonial, very thought out. Wicca is a pagan religion. Paganism is essentially just a blanket term for any non-mainstream, non-major religion. You'll recognize pagan beliefs and religion as those of the Norse, Greeks, Egyptians, and many others. Witchcraft is a practice and does not actually fall under the umbrella of paganism because it's not a religious belief. Witchcraft can fit into any religious practice, be secular or atheistic, though the majority of witches tend to be pagans as well and work that into their practice. There are Christian witches, there are satanic witches, and atheist witches. It's really important to know these terms and the differences between them so that you don't go around telling someone you're a second-degree Wiccan thinking that means you've mastered the basics of spell work in your witchcraft practice. I wanted to finally discuss why this podcast exists, why I am sharing this information, and why I felt called to essentially teach. And the short answer is, I was asked. As I've been rediscovering my path over the past maybe six months, I've realized that we need more witches who know their shit. With all the misinformation, baby witches thinking they know enough to teach other baby witches, the gatekeepers, and, let's be honest, cult leaders who will tell you they're fairies or that tarot or even the practice of witchcraft itself is closed. I have always felt a calling to talk about this work. Those who I've shared it with have been opened up to a whole new worldview. I'm kind of at the point where I feel like all roads lead to witchcraft and paganism. <laughs> I'm being led to the work of teaching and sharing the craft with as many people as possible. This work can be very healing for those participating. I've met plenty of pagans, witches, and spiritualists who have come from other mainstream religions whose lives are so much richer and so much more fulfilled than when they were in the church. While of course this won't be the case for everyone, I believe that the majority of people could benefit from this kind of change in philosophy. Witchcraft is empowering. Paganism is empowering. Having control and spiritual autonomy is empowering. So that's why I'm here. I've been asked to share this path, my path, with the world. I'm being asked to help others find healing, to find spiritual comfort and a place to call home. So this is, you know, all a bit grandiose. So how do I intend to do this? Well, this podcast will attempt to encompass what it means to be a witch and pagan in our modern world. I'll be discussing the basics of the craft, history, and issues currently facing our community. This podcast is for anyone who has ever or will ever take an interest in the craft, from advanced practitioners to those who simply want to learn more about these beliefs and practices. My goal is to teach, to inform, and dispel those nasty rumors about green hags on brooms and human sacrifice. Over the next weeks, I'll discuss pagan holidays, important skills for those wanting to get into witchcraft and paganism, and much, much more. I hope that you'll join me. 
I'd like to leave you with a quote because I think it really encompasses perfectly what this path is all about. This is from someone who has helped me in leaps and bounds with my pagan practice and my path. And I wanted to share something she said on her TikTok. Leading a spiritual path means learning, growing, and educating yourself. Josephine the Witch. Thank you so much for listening to the introduction of this podcast. New episodes will be released each Wednesday along with an accompanying blog post, if applicable, on thewildmountainwitch.wordpress.com. If you would like to support the Wild Mountain Witch podcast, you can find us on Patreon and TikTok as Wild Mountain Witch, on Instagram as Witch of the Wild Mountain, and if you'd like to email the podcast directly with any questions, feedback, or suggestions for a future episode, find us at wildmountainwitchpodcast at gmail.com. This week, we'll be talking about the pagan holiday of Mabon, what it is, where it came from, and how to celebrate. I sincerely hope from the bottom of my heart that you have a wonderful, baneful day. Blessed be, witches.